October 31st, 1987, at a Baptist lady's kitchen table after a Halloween alternative, I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And that's after I grew up. I've grown, I grew up in the Methodist Church, um, in Southern Methodist Church. Went to the Baptist Church for a while, been in the Assemblies of God. Started preaching in the Pentecostal Holiness Church. Um, we went to Holmes College of the Bible, which was founded by a Presbyterian minister who experienced Pentecost on top of Parish Mountain. And I said all that to say this right here. That I've been blessed by many denominations, but it's Jesus that saved my soul. Amen. Amen. You can go ahead and give him praise. I've been baptized. I was sprinkled as a baby, as a Methodist. I was sprinkled. And I was uh, baptized uh, in the Baptist church. I remember going down to the beach and getting baptized. And I've been baptized many times. Amen. I was recently just baptized. I've been an ordained bishop in the church of God. And, and we went down, went to Israel at the start of, um, in, back in uh, March. And I wasn't going to pass up getting baptized in the Jordan River. So I got baptized again. Hallelujah. Why? Worry about it. Why should I worry about getting baptized? We got a, several that are going to get baptized tonight. If you're going to get baptized tonight, could you stand, please? Ask for it this morning, and a lot of our young ones that was in the back. Can we just give give God a hand clap of praise for all these candidates that are being baptized? You may be seated in the house of the Lord. I want to speak to you. I know I've already told you, talked to you at the confirmation class, and. I've been talking to you off and on throughout this time as we've been getting near today, but I do want to remind you, why is water baptism important? If you have your Bibles with you, I'd like you to turn with me to Acts chapter 2, verses 37 to 39. We're going to read two verses of Scripture tonight, and then we're going to, we're going to pray and we're going to make our way to Brother Tim and Sister Tina's house, trying to be mindful of our time together. But Acts chapter 2, verses 37 and 38. Stand with me, please, out of respect for the word. Now, when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, Repent. Everybody say, Repent. Amen. And be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of of the Holy Ghost. May God add his blessing to the reading of his word and touch hearts and lives tonight in Jesus' mighty name. Shake your neighbor's hand and tell them you look good in God's house tonight. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Why should I be baptized? Romans 10, 9 and 10 tells us what we must do in order to be saved. Amen. Romans 10 verse 9 says, If we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God raised Him from the dead, we shall be saved. Amen. For with the mouth confession is made into salvation. And with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. So if I am saved by confessing with my mouth that Jesus is Lord, why do I need 
to be baptized? Why do I need to come to church on Sunday morning and Sunday night and Wednesday night? Why should I pay tithes? Why should I live holy if all I am saved by is my faith? That's a good question to ask. And 2019 going into 2020. Well, as I told you this morning, very simply, when the Word of God says something, we should do what it says do. Amen? And notice what Peter says here in verse 37 of Acts chapter 2. Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their hearts and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? What was the message uh, that the Jewish people heard on the day of Pentecost? They heard the message uh, that Jesus died for their sins. Hallelujah. Candidates, can I remind you tonight as you're getting ready to be baptized, what you are telling the world is that you acknowledge the fact Jesus Christ died for your sins. You acknowledge the fact that he was buried in that tomb for three days and you're acknowledging the fact that he rose from the dead. And what we're going to do in just a little while, me and Brother Tim, we're going to... to carry you out into the pool. You're going to walk out and meet us in the shallow end of the pool. You ain't got to worry about us carrying you to the deep end. We're going to carry you to the shallow end of the pool and I'm going to ask you, have you confessed with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believed in your heart God raised him from the dead? And your response should be to me, yes sir, I have. I believe that Jesus Christ is Lord, is the Son of God. And then we're going to have you put your hand over your nose and your mouth and we're going to lay you back symbolizing that you have died to the old man. And we're going to bring you up again, signifying that you're going to live a new life for the glory of Jesus Christ. Can somebody give them praise? These men and women were convicted in their heart that they needed to be saved, that they needed to realize that they were sinners and they mentally accepted the truth that Peter preached to them. They felt godly sorrow over their sins. Notice what Peter's response to them was. Then Peter said unto them, repent. What does the word repent mean? It means to change direction. When you get baptized, uh, what you are telling the world is you're changing directions. You were going in the wrong direction. You were living in sin. You were doing things you weren't supposed to be doing. But God has touched your heart and your life. And now you're going to go in a new direction. Amen. You're going to be a new creature. You're repenting from unbelief. Maybe you didn't believe that Jesus Christ was Lord. But now you're telling the world, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross and he ascended into heaven. And here's the good news. I believe Jesus Christ is coming back for me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Can I tell you, it's all right if you've been baptized before to get baptized again because... Jesus told the book in told the church in Revelation that they needed to repent and do the first work. Sometimes we've been baptized, but we backslid, and we need to tell the world that, hey, I'm coming back to Jesus, and I'm going to live for Him. Hallelujah! Notice what Scripture goes on and says here. He said, "Repent and uh, be baptized." There's a lot of people trying to work their way into heaven tonight, trying to repent, but. If you don't put your faith and trust in Jesus, it ain't going to do you any good. What shall wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. 
Oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as snow. No other fount I know, nothing but the blood of Jesus. When you get baptized in water, what you are doing is remembering the fact that that blood has washed away your sins. Ain't that awesome tonight? Can you give him praise and glory? Peter said, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, why did he say repent again? And why did he say be baptized in the name of Jesus? Because I tell people all the time, if you just take a sinner down into the water and they haven't really repented and gotten right with God, all they're doing is getting wet. The same way if you somebody prays and they confess with their mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in their heart God raised him from the dead. But they don't really mean it. All they're doing is just going through the motions. But when you take a man or a woman, a boy or a girl who understands and they truly believe the word of God that Jesus Christ is God's son. That he left the worship of the angels and the adoration of the host of heaven. And he came down and became a man. And he lived a sinless life. And he died on that rugged cross for you and for me. For all of our transgressions, past, present, and future. When we confess with our mouth, Jesus is Lord. And believe in our heart, God raised him from the dead. And we allow ourselves to be immersed in water. We identify ourselves with the cross that died of Christ. And when we're raised up out of that water, we identify ourselves with the same Spirit of God that raised Jesus from the dead. Hallelujah. It's a sacred time. It's a holy time. It's a time to be reverenced. There are several sacraments in the church of God that we believe in. That we hold dear in their special times. We believe in taking communion. Remembering the breaking of the Lord's body. And, and taking the grape juice which signifies His blood that was shed for us we, we believe in foot washing, which is signifying that we believe in serving one another. We believe in the sacred institution of marriage that is still supposed to be between a man and a woman. The only right marriage God, God recognizes, it don't matter what the world recognizes, the only right marriage that God recognizes is between a man and a woman. Hallelujah. Go ahead and give him praise. We hold these sacraments dear, but we also hold dear to our hearts the sacrament of water baptism. It's something that's not to be entered into lightly. Again, I've had, a, I've had counseling, I've had a, a confirmation class with the candidates that are being baptized, and I've talked with those that weren't able to make it and make sure they were saved. Why? Because I want to make sure you're right. I'm preaching to you right now. Because I want to make sure you know what you're doing. I want you to understand, hallelujah, that what you're about to do is going, is going to change your life forever if you hold on to Jesus. Now, notice what Peter went on and said to the church here. He said to him, Peter said, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. That word remission means payment. What paid the price for my sins is not the water baptism. It's the blood. Amen. The water baptism just signifies to the world. Many of you have family members that are here. Many of you have loved ones that are here. You're signifying to them. The blood of Jesus Christ washed away my sins. 
You're signifying to the angels and the devils. The blood of Jesus Christ washed away my sins. I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. And I'm going to live for him. Hallelujah. Now notice what it goes on and says here. What do I get when I'm baptized? And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I'm so glad that when we got get saved, the Holy Spirit comes in. Jesus said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will send another comforter, even the Spirit of truth, and he will abide with you forever. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad of that tonight? When you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and you believed in your heart God raised Him from the dead, the Spirit of God, the Spirit of the one who created the universe comes into your heart and life. Many people believe that God is in everybody. That's not what our Bible teaches. You've got to be born again for God to come into your heart and life. You've got to confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart God raised Him from the dead. You've got to repent, which means to have godly contrition over your sins and turn away from what you've been doing. Look at what verse 39 says. Hallelujah. This is the beautiful thing about salvation. Who can be saved tonight? Can a homosexual, can a lesbian, can a murderer, can a Muslim... Can, can a witch, what, fill in the blank, whatever you want to put it. Can, that be, can they be saved tonight? The answer is absolutely. Whosoever will. You might be there tonight and say, you know what, preacher, I've been a lot of sinning in my life. Can God forgive me? Look at what Peter said, inspired by the Holy Spirit. For the promise is unto you. Say it's for me. That means the promise of salvation is for you. We've got some young men that are going to be baptized tonight. Some children that are going to be baptized tonight. Why? The promise of salvation is for them. And to all that are far off. Why do we believe in supporting missions? And why are we sending? You just sent $2,000 to China. Do you realize that? For YWCA, you just sent $2,000 to help spread the gospel in China. A country that's fighting for the freedom to be able to gather together like we can here. But notice what happens here. The promise is to all those that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God should call. And this is perhaps the greatest reason why you get baptized. You recognize God has called you. Not the pastor or preach or teach. But you recognize that God has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. God has called you out of sin. God has called you out of the things that are wrapping up in your life. And God wants to put your name in the Lamb's book of life and send you up to heaven. Hallelujah. I believe that Jesus is on his way back tonight. Amen. I believe that the Lord can come before I'm through with this service. Our Lord is coming back. Amen. Amen. And I believe that even before we get done with the water baptism, go ahead and give a good hand clap of our Lord can step out on that cloud and the dead in Christ are going to rise. Think about all your loved ones who knew Jesus Christ. One day, every one of them who's made that good confession of faith, they're going to get up out of that ground. Hallelujah. Their bodies is going to meet their soul which is with the Lord in the air and instantly 
They'll be in the presence of the Lord and we'll be with them. Those of us which are alive and remain shall be caught up and meet them in the air and so shall we ever be with the Lord. I don't know about you, but that gives me comfort tonight. Go ahead and praise this thing. That's all right. And we will be with the Lord forever. That's what you're telling the world tonight when you get baptized. Who should get baptized? Everybody who's confessed with their mouth Jesus is Lord and believed in their heart and God raised them from the dead. Can I still go to heaven if I don't get baptized? I believe that you can, but I wouldn't risk it. I believe if you have opportunity, you should. I have a, my mama is scared to death of water. She she was uh, 16 years old is what she told me, and they were water skiing at, at Santee. And while she was water skiing, she hit a log, and um, her life vest failed, failed. And she started going down, and my mama almost drowned. And she had a terrifying fear of water for a long time. But she came came home from Bible college. One day, and I saw a certificate that said Ann Lee got baptized. We're going to give y'all one next week. Indicate I uh, used to fill them out, but I've always had people that come and they and they were baptized, so we filled one out for them. But then we had people who didn't show up, and we have a baptismal certificate and no home for it. So we're going to give these baptismal certificates out to everyone who's baptized, so you can keep it. But to remind you, ask Mama. I said, Well, Mama. You told me you were never going to get baptized. She's about like you, but you going underground, Brother Tim. You said you ain't never going underground. Mama said, I ain't never going underwater. I, ain't no, I don't trust no preacher enough to let me go underwater. And I said, well, what happened, Mom? She said, I just felt like I needed to. And that's the beauty about salvation. God is a gentleman. He ain't going to force himself on you. He's not going to make you. But here it is. If it's in his word, should you do it? Absolutely. If it's in his word to say no to sin, should you do it? Yes. It's in his word, be you baptized. In the name of Jesus Christ. For the remission of sins. Now when I baptize, folks, in the church of God, we baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. And we know that scripture says in the name of Jesus. So I just say, when you say Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, or you say Jesus, they're one and the same. And I believe this. I, I just to make sure I got my bases covered. I say I baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, in the name of Jesus. Because the Word tells me to. Amen. And as we get ready to go to this, this uh, baptismal service, I'm going to ask the praise team if they'll come back up real quick. And we're going to change October 31st, 1987 at a Baptist lady's kitchen table after a Halloween alternative. I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, and that's after I grew up. I've grown. I grew up in the Methodist Church, um, in Southern Methodist Church. Went to the Baptist Church for a while. Been in the Assemblies of God. Started preaching in the Pentecostal Holiness Church. Um, we went to Holmes College of the Bible, which was founded by a Presbyterian minister who experienced Pentecost on top of Parish Mountain. I said all that to say this right here. That I've been blessed by many denominations, but it's Jesus that saved my soul. Amen. Amen. You can go ahead and give him praise. 
I've been baptized. I was sprinkled as a baby, as a Methodist. I was sprinkled and I was uh, baptized uh, in the Baptist church. I remember going down to the beach and getting baptized. And I've been baptized many times. Amen. I was recently just baptized. I've been an ordained bishop in the church of God. And, and we went down, went to Israel at the start of, um, in, back in um, March. And I wasn't going to pass up getting baptized in the Jordan River. So I got baptized again. Hallelujah. Why? Worry about it. Why should I worry about getting baptized? We got a, several that are going to get baptized tonight. If you're going to get baptized tonight, could you stand, please? As far this morning, and a lot of our young ones that was in the back, can we just give give God a hand clap of praise <laughs> for all these candidates that are being baptized? You may be seated in the house of the Lord. I want to speak to you. I know I've already told you, talked to you at the confirmation class, and. I've been talking to you off and on throughout this time as we've been getting here today, but I do want to remind you, why is water baptism important? If you have your Bibles with you, I'd like you to turn with me to Acts chapter 2, verses 37 to 39. We're going to read two verses of Scripture tonight, and then we're going to, we're going to pray and we're going to make our way to Brother Tim and Sister Tina's house, trying to be mindful of our time together. But Acts chapter 2, verses 37 and 38. Stand with me, please, out of respect for the word. Now, when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, Repent. Everybody say, Repent. Amen. And be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of of the Holy Ghost. May God add his blessing to the reading of his word and touch hearts and lives tonight in Jesus' mighty name. Shake your neighbor's hand and tell him you look good in God's house tonight. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Why should I be baptized? Romans 10, 9 and 10 tells us what we must do in order to be saved. Amen. Romans 10 verse 9 says, If we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God raised Him from the dead, we shall be saved. Amen. For with the mouth confession is made into salvation. And with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. So if I am saved by confessing with my mouth that Jesus is Lord, why do I need to be baptized? Why do I need to come to church on Sunday morning and Sunday night and Wednesday night? Why should I pay tithes? Why should I live holy if all I am saved by is my faith? That's a good question to ask. And 2019 going into 2020. Well, as I told you this morning, very simply, when the Word of God says something, we should do what it says do. Amen? Amen. And notice what Peter says here in verse 37 of Acts chapter 2. Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their hearts and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? What was the message uh, that the Jewish people heard on the day of Pentecost? They heard the message uh, that Jesus died for their sins. Hallelujah. Candidates, can I remind you tonight as you're getting ready to be baptized, what you are telling the world is that you acknowledge the fact Jesus Christ uh, died 
for your sins. You acknowledge the fact that he was buried in that tomb for three days. And you're acknowledging the fact that he rose from the dead. And what we're going to do in just a little while, me and Brother Tim, we're going to, to carry you out into the pool. You're going to walk out and meet us in the shallow end of the pool. You ain't got to worry about us carrying you to the deep end. We're going to carry you to the shallow end of the pool and I'm going to ask you, have you confessed with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believed in your heart God raised him from the dead? And your response should be to me, yes, sir, I have. I believe that Jesus Christ is Lord, is the Son of God. And then we're going to have you put your hand over your nose and your mouth and we're going to lay you back, symbolizing that you have died to the old man. And we're going to bring you up again, signifying that you're going to live a new life. For the glory of Jesus Christ. Can somebody give them praise? These men and women were convicted in their heart. That they needed to be saved. That they needed to realize that they were sinners. And they mentally accepted the truth that Peter preached to them. They felt godly sorrow over their sins. Notice what Peter's response to them was. Then Peter said unto them, Repent. What does the word repent mean? It means to change direction. When you get baptized, uh, what you are telling the world is you're changing directions. You were going in the wrong direction. You were living in sin. You were doing things you weren't supposed to be doing. But God has touched your heart and your life and now you're going to go in a new direction. Amen? Yes. You're going to be a new creature. You're repenting from unbelief. Maybe you didn't believe that Jesus Christ was Lord. But now you're telling the world, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross and He ascended into heaven. And here's the good news. I believe Jesus Christ is coming back for me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Can I tell you, it's all right if you've been baptized before to get baptized again because... Jesus told the book and told the church in Revelation that they needed to repent and do the first work. Sometimes we've been baptized, but we backslid, and we need to tell the world that, "Hey, I'm coming back to Jesus, and I'm going to live for Him." Amen. Hallelujah! Notice what Scripture goes on and says here. He said, "Repent and be baptized." There's a lot of people trying to work their way into heaven tonight, trying to repent, but. If you don't put your faith and trust in Jesus, it ain't going to do you any good. What shall wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as snow. No other fount I know. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. When you get baptized in water, what you are doing is remembering the fact that that blood has washed away your sins. Ain't that awesome tonight? Can you give Him praise and glory? Peter said, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, why did he say repent again? And why did he say be baptized in the name of Jesus? Because I tell people all the time, if you just take a sinner down into the water and they haven't really repented and gotten right with God, all they're doing is getting wet. The same way if you somebody prays and they confess with their mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in their heart God raised Him from the dead. But they don't really mean it. All they're doing is just going through the motions. But when you take a man or a woman, a boy or a girl, who understands and they truly believe the Word of God that Jesus Christ is God's Son. 
that he left the worship of the angels and the adoration of the host of heaven. And he came down and became a man. And he lived a sinless life. And he died on that rugged cross for you and for me, for all of our transgressions, past, present, and future. When we confess with our mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart God raised him from the dead. And we allow ourselves to be immersed in water. We identify ourselves with the cross that died of Christ. And when we're raised up out of that water, we identifying ourselves with the same Spirit of God that raised Jesus from the dead. Hallelujah. It's a sacred time. It's a holy time. It's a time to be reverenced. There are several sacraments in the church of God that we believe in. That we hold dear in their special times. We believe in taking communion. Remembering the breaking of the Lord's body. And, and taking the grape juice which signifies His blood that was shed for us. We, we believe in foot washing which is signifying that we believe in serving one another. We believe in the sacred institution of marriage that is still supposed to be between a man and a woman. The only right marriage God, rep God recognizes, it don't matter what the world recognizes, the only right marriage that God recognizes is between a man and a woman. Hallelujah. Amen. Go ahead and give them praise. We hold these sacraments dear, but we also hold dear to our hearts the sacrament of water baptism. It's something that's not to be entered into lightly. Again, I've had a, I've had counseling, I've had a, a confirmation class with the candidates that are being baptized, and I've talked with those that weren't able to make it and make sure they were saved. Why? Because I want to make sure you're right. I'm preaching to you right now because I want to make sure you know what you're doing. I want you to understand, hallelujah, that what you're about to do is going, is going to change your life forever if you hold on to Jesus. Now, notice what Peter went on and said to the church here. He said to him, Peter said, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. That word remission means payment. What paid the price for my sins is not the water baptism. It's the blood. The water baptism just signifies to the world. Many of you have family members that are here. Many of you have loved ones that are here. You're signifying to them. The blood of Jesus Christ washed away my sins. You're signifying to the angels and the devils. The blood of Jesus Christ washed away my sins. I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. And I'm going to live for him. Hallelujah. Now notice what it goes on and says here. What do I get when I'm baptized? And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I'm so glad that when we got, get saved, the Holy Spirit comes in. Jesus said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will send another comforter, even the Spirit of truth, and he will abide with you forever. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad of that tonight? When you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and you believed in your heart God raised Him from the dead, the Spirit of God, the Spirit of the One who created the universe comes into your heart and life. Many people believe that God is in everybody. That's not what our Bible teaches. You've got to be born again for God to come into your heart and life. You've got to confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart God raised Him from the dead. You've got to repent, which means to have godly contrition over your sins and turn away 
from what you've been doing. Look at what verse 39 says. Hallelujah. This is the beautiful thing about salvation. Who can be saved tonight? Can a homosexual, can a lesbian, can a murderer, can a Muslim, can, can a witch, what, fill in the blank, whatever you want to put there. Can, that be, can they be saved tonight? The answer is absolutely. Whosoever will. You might be there tonight and say, you know what, preacher, I've been a lot of sinning in my life. Can God forgive me? Look at what Peter said, inspired by the Holy Spirit. For the promise is unto you. Say, it's for me. That means the promise of salvation is for you. We've got some young men that are going to be baptized tonight, some children that are going to be baptized tonight. Why? The promise of salvation is for them. And to all that are far off. Why do we believe in supporting missions? And why are we sending? You just sent $2,000 to China. Do you realize that? For YWCA, you just sent $2,000 to help spread the gospel in China. A country that's fighting for the freedom to be able to gather together like we can here. But notice what happens here. The promise is to all those that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God should call. And this is perhaps the greatest reason why you get baptized. You recognize God has called you. Not the pastor or preacher or teacher, but you recognize that God has called you out of darkness into His marvelous light. God has called you out of sin. God has called you out of the things that are wrapping up in your life. And God wants to put your name in the Lamb's book of life and send you up to heaven. Hallelujah. I believe that Jesus is on his way back tonight. Amen. I believe that the Lord can come before I'm through with this service. Our Lord is coming back. Amen. And I believe that even before we get done with the water baptism, go ahead and give a good hand clap. Our Lord can step out on that cloud and the dead in Christ are going to rise. Think about all your loved ones who knew Jesus Christ. One day, every one of them who's made that good confession of faith, they're going to get up out of that ground. Hallelujah. Their bodies is going to meet their soul which is with the Lord in the air and instantly they'll be in the presence of the Lord and we'll be with them. Those of us which are alive and remain shall be called up to meet the mayor in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. I don't know about you, but that gives me comfort tonight. Go ahead and praise this thing. That's all right. And we will be with the Lord forever. That's what you're telling the world tonight when you get baptized. Who should get baptized? Everybody who's confessed with their mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believed in their heart, and God raised them from the dead. Can I still go to heaven if I don't get baptized? I believe that you can, but I wouldn't risk it. <laughs> I believe if you have opportunity, you should. I have a, my mama is scared to death of water. She, she was uh, 16 years old is what she told me, and they were water skiing at, at Santee. And while she was water skiing, she hit a log, and um, her life best fell, failed. And she started going down, and my mama almost drowned. And she had a terrifying fear of water for a long time. But she came came home from 
Bible college one day and I saw a certificate that said Ann Lee got baptized. We're going to give y'all one next week. Indicate I used to fill them out, but I've always had people that come and they and they were baptized, so we filled one out for them. But then we had people who didn't show up and we had a baptismal certificate and no home for it. So we're going to give these baptismal certificates out to everyone who's baptized so you can keep it. But to remind you, I asked Mama, I said, well, Mama, you told me you weren't ever going to get baptized. She's about like you would you going underground, Brother Tim. You said you ain't ever going underground. Mama said, I ain't never going underwater. I, ain't no, I don't trust no preacher enough to let me go underwater. And I said, well, what happened, Mom? She said, I just felt like I needed to. And that's the beauty about salvation. God is a gentleman. He ain't going to force himself on you. He's not going to make you. But here it is. If it's in his word, should you do it? Absolutely. If it's in his word to say no to sin, should you do it? It's in his word. Be you baptized. In the name of Jesus Christ. For the remission of sins. Now when I'm baptized, folks, in the church of God, we baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. And we know that scripture says in the name of Jesus. So I just say, when you say Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, or you say Jesus, they're one and the same. And I believe this. I, just to make sure I got my bases covered, I say I baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, in the name of Jesus. Because the word tells me to. And as we get ready to go to this, this uh, baptismal service, I'm going to ask the praise team if they'll come back up real quick. And we're going to change.